Welcome to another episode of All in San Diego. Legoland California is a favorite destination for San Diego families and Lego fans of all ages. On this episode, we're joined by their own Julia Strada, and we're going to take a deep dive into the food, fun, the rides, and the brand new world that just opened up. But Legoland is more than just a single theme park. We'll get you up to speed on the Sea Life Aquarium, the water park, and their two awesome hotels as well. Get ready to go all in on Legoland California. Julie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's good to see faces. Absolutely. Legoland is a favorite for so many people. We want to make sure we get the big new headlines because there are a lot of things going on right now. And then we got to get a deep dive in. For someone who's been there 12 times, I want them to still learn multiple things today to make their next visit even better. I love that you've been there 12 times and that you remember that. That's impressive. That's great. <laughs> I was making that up, but I've been there an awful lot of times. Trust me. I've been there um, a lot more than that. So uh, I've got you popped up on that one. You sure do. Let's start with the big headlines because they're, they're pretty big right now at Legoland California. Yeah, I mean, it took 13 months for us to reopen. We finally get reopened, bring back our employees, bring back our guests, which was just almost tearful, I was going to say, I, for being there on April 1st to see the first guests start coming through the past members. And then April 15th to have the official opening. It was just, it was heartwarming. We had about a thousand people that were on furlough. And at one point it was a very sad, like walking around a theme park that's, that's not open. You know, you start getting the brushes that start getting overgrown and the rides that aren't operating. And usually you go into your offices and you hear all the kids screaming on Lego Technic test drive as they <laughs> drop down. And it's one of the favorite parts of my day is pulling into the parking lot and just hearing them screaming like, yes. And not hearing that was, was really tough. So getting everybody back was amazing. And next week, well, actually on May 27th, we are opening the Lego Movie World which is the largest investment we've ever put into Legoland California Resort. I've been there almost 18 years in October. And oh, wow. to see this thing come to fruition is awesome. And I use that word a lot now, by the way. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And not just because you work at Legoland, because everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. And not just because of the Lego movies that I've seen several times. But yeah, it really is awesome. So this new land incorporates six different attractions. The biggest and the most thrilling for me is our signature ride. It's called Emmett's Flying Adventure. Have you both seen the movies? Of yes. course. Of yes. course. That makes this a lot easier. Uh, so you actually board on Emmett's triple-decker couch. So you're on the couch, <laughs> and as the seat rotates around, now you're in the full dome. And in this dome, you're going to fly through all the different lands of the movie in a oh 4D experience. God. So it's a race between all the model builders trying to find the best vehicle to go through these places, right? So you're going through cloud cuckoo land and you're smelling like cotton candy and then you're going over in pirates area and you're getting splashed by the water and the salt air. And it's an amazing experience. And so it's, it's just all the senses, right? It like draws you in with all of your senses. Exactly. You know, I mean, your feet are dangling, you're in the movement, you feel the movement with the cart and how you're going with the vehicle. So it's, it's really an immersive experience and you feel like you're a part of the movies. Of course, one of my favorite characters is Unikitty. So we have Unikitty's disco drop. So it's a tower ride. So you sit, you're seated and you go up and down and spin around and up on top, you'll see Unikitty's face. And she's quite the fickle feline. So as you're going up and down, she might be like happy. And then she gets kind of nauseous and her face turns green. And that kind of a dizzy expression from her. And then she's laughing again. So 
it's kind of fun for the people who are outside of the ride and all of our rides at Legoland are designed that way so that those who aren't on the ride can kind of get experience of it. And then those that are on the ride get to see the reactions and feel the actual elements of the ride. Can adults go on that one too? Or is that just for kids? Absolutely. Oh, darn. I was hoping that could be <laughs> hoping oh, you that sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Moms aren't allowed. Yeah. That one messes with your tummy. <laughs> the good news is there's another alternative for everybody. Everyone's going to have some favorites at Legoland. Right, right. So in the Lego movie world, back to that, that you can go into Emmett's apartment. So you can see Emmett's super sweet. So you can meet Emmett and Wild Style, take pictures with them, see what it looks like inside of his apartment. There's Benny's play ship, not spaceship, but play ship where you can climb up and go down similar to what we have in hideaways, but really cool themed. There's Queen Whatever Wannabe's carousel. <laughs> and then there has to be a building area because we incorporate building into everything. It's uh, whatever you want to build. It's just really engaged and you really feel like you are on the streets of Bricksburg from the moment you walk in. That's really cool. And everyone's going to be so excited just to get back anyways. But now to know they have a whole new land waiting for them. What an exciting thing. Yeah. And I mean, we're incorporating new food into the area. You have cloud cuckoo crepes. Benny has some colorful popcorn. I can't remember what it's called, but um, Benny's rocket fuel. It's like... <laughs> some multicolored popcorn and slushies. Um, and there's a couple other things that have been, that have been added in the area as far as food wise. Oh, uh, everything is ramen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Like, that is what's so clever about the movies. And I mean, all through the park, it's super entertaining and funny for the kids. And then it's super entertaining and funny for the parents. Like I yeah, get stuff level. from the, yeah, I get stuff from the movies where I'm like, ah, I don't even think my kid knows what I'm laughing about, but it's so clever. <laughs> I think that's what we kind of trickle throughout Legoland California in general, right? I mean, it's designed to be for the kids and we're designed for families with children ages two to 12, totally varies within families. I started taking my boys when they were, you know, six months old to give me some relief of giving them something to look at. And then there's kids who come in in their late teenage years who still enjoy the park. I mean, we'll never be that thrill ride, got to get on it, spin upside down and, you know want to get queasy kind of place. All of our roller coasters, we call them pink knuckle roller coasters. So they're not, you're not squeezing so tight that your, your hands turn white. It's just enough to get excited and to get thrilled about the theme park experience, but not scared because we're designed to be a child's first theme park. Oh yeah. And as they get older, I did notice, you know, my kids got into different stuff. You discover things that maybe you walked past when they were really little and then they get older and they go, Oh, you, I, you know, I don't know the names of all the little rooms, but where you could go, you know, build a car and then race it. And it's like, there's all these little nooks and crannies to discover. Yeah. Build and test. That's actually one of my favorites. I, I like going in there more so to watch the adults, to be honest, than the kids. <laughs> um, you get your own set of wheels You get to figure out the rules of gravity and figure out how to, you know, you race against other kids but you should see when the adults get in it, they're like, oh, no, no, no. You have to put more pressure on the front so that the front right. goes faster. Let me show you. you to move over. Let me just show you how to, you know, and you see the parents just totally getting involved. And I love it because it, it kind of brings the, the kid back in the adults and the kids also who are there get to feel like they're the adults. Well, we've got the hotels to talk about and the aquarium, but let's stay in Legoland for a little while and get those insider tips for those people who have been before and they think they know where all the best food is and where all the best tips are. Give us some, give us some uh, pro tips. Um, starting with Miniland, because I think that's something that you could spend days in and never really catch everything in Miniland. So for those who don't know, Miniland's the heart of the park. While we have more than 50 rides, shows, and attractions, Miniland is in the center of the park. We've used more than 28 million Lego bricks to create Ooh. these seven different cities. 
So we have New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, DC, San Francisco, the Bay Area, and Las Vegas, and they change throughout the season. So if you're coming to the park, be sure to check out Miniland during the seasons. During Christmas time, for example, on top of the White House, there's a cute scene that they change every year, but usually it's something along the lines of Santa and his reindeer arriving on top of the White House and the Secret Service agents are, you know, holding him up and Santa's got his arms <laughs> up and the reindeer all have their hoofs up like, you know, like this. And um, we have trick-or-treaters that are in there for different scenes for Halloween. This year we added the Miniland Easter egg hunt, the, the egg roll that they do for the president's lawn. So that's going fun but there's also like the scenes for the adults that you just don't catch well that's um, a really great pro tip because you can think to yourself oh the minis were super cool but we did that last time not knowing that they're changing quarterly so th there's always something new to look for right right and i love that and our, our mod builders have quite a sense of humor so um you you're always going to see something that you really didn't quite expect so uh without giving too much of that away um other things is we have really good food and uh, I think if, you, if you're getting up, if you go to the park more than once, get a pass. It just makes sense. And as a mom, it's, I'll say that for any theme park. If you're going to go more than once, get a pass. You get discounts on the food. You get discounts on the retail. You get alerted ahead of time when things open. For example, for Lego Movie World, our pass members get to come in before anybody else. Wow. Um, so those kinds of things, it's always a, a great advantage to have a pass. And it's not just one of those things where it's like, oh, get that because it's more expensive. No, it's, it's actually the best way to save money. Because you're, if you're going to be going more than once, get the pass. Um, right. With that, yeah, with that, um, Granny's apple fries are our signature dessert. So if you haven't tried them, they're amazing. They're um, green apples that are baked and then lightly dusted, cinnamon and sugar, and uh, then you dip them in an amazing vanilla cream. Those are <laughs> very strategically placed because they're right there's like the main medieval courtyard and everyone's there gorging on barbecue and cheeseburgers and everything else and then you, you think to yourself well i'm not gonna eat for three hours and you take 10 steps outside of that area and you're like oh, here's the apple fries <laughs> and there we have you also right next to it is hideaways where a lot of times the kids are up and playing you can go down slides and climb up things and compete against each other and the adults aren't doing anything with it or they prefer not to Granny's apple fries are sitting right there. Yeah, I think I'm going to wander over there and just, just nibble while I'm waiting for the kids to finish up. I remember before the first time I ever went to Legoland years ago, I would always, you know, pack like tons of snacks. And I had a friend say, no, but Legoland has the best food. When you think of theme parks, you think the food's probably going to be gross. It's going to be overpriced. I'll just pack a bunch of snacks. Maybe we can get through the day without stopping to eat. She was like, no, I will say Legoland is the one place where you're going to go and the food's going to be really good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And it's, I agree. I, you know, a lot of times we'll go offsite for lunch or people will go, oh, you don't want to eat at your workplace. I love eating at my workplace yeah, because yeah. we have everything from a salad bar. We have pizza and pasta buffet where you can go in and it's a great deal where you can get the buffet. Uh, for both pasta, for pizza, for salad. That's located up by Technic Test Track. Um, our night's barbecue, we brought in a yeah. grill from Texas. Like our master chef was like, no, we are doing this. We're doing this big. We're doing this right. Got in this big old barbecue and our ribs are amazing. And that's up at the top of the park. The market has made like pasta with, with shrimp. You can get gluten-free, dairy-free, all the allergens. I'm dairy-free and I can't have dairy anywhere in the park. I can eat. Like there's something awesome. at any place in any location. And you can also check online, actually. That's a, a tip too for dietary guidelines. Very good. Any tips on just making the most of your visit, whether it's how you should plan your day or 
you know, what is more open at certain times than others? Yeah, I think it's planning ahead is the number yeah. one thing. Get online, see what what's open because we'll always have our operating hours and we'll always tell you because there's nothing worse than going, oh, I can't wait to get on the dragon coaster. Or I can't wait to do this and this and then get there and it's closed. And I know that as a mom because I've, I've been there and my, have your kid disappointed. So look online, everything has, it's normal. We have maintenance issues or the weather inclement, you know, you can't ride something. But also for your heights, because Sarah, you mentioned earlier, like the heights change. And so they, sometimes they wouldn't be interested in one thing. But now, let's say you're old enough to do Mindstorms and you can build with a robot and program your own um, course on how to throw away trash because we've done something like that. But those things require sign up at the first part of the day. So if you're going, going to do something like that, go online, see what time it opens, go, okay, that opens at 10. I'm going to go straight to Mindstorms, sign up for my class so that that's taken care of. Also, my kids are measured, so I know exactly what ride they can go on so that you're not disappointed. Again, when you go to the ride and go, oh, she's not tall enough for this, or he's, you know, little Johnny's one inch shorter. Those are in there for a reason. I mean, it's for your safety. Well, you mentioned a new hotel. I can't wait to hear about it because in for my two cents, the Legoland Hotel is the high watermark for theme park hotels. It's so well thought out, and there's so much fun to be had there. You wonder why... Other theme park hotels haven't pulled off what you guys have pulled off. Thank you for saying that. I, I think it's amazing. And we have them with all of our Legoland parks now. We have eight Legoland resorts around the world. Uh, the ninth is being built in New York and opens this summer, actually. Wow. And we've decided that we're adding on hotels to all of them now because of the success of our Legoland Hotel. So we have Legoland Hotel. And then we have Legoland Castle Hotel, which opened a couple of years ago. So Legoland Castle Hotel has the different like pirates and wizards and night rooms um, but they're so themed. And I love that we have children's sleeping area and we have adult sleeping area. So every single room has bunk bed that pulls out to a trundle bed. So you can sleep three kids and then at the adult's room on the other side. So it, it gives them their own space. They have their own TV, their own channels. They only get kids channels on that. Um, they have a game within the room. They have building bricks that they can build with individually cleaned just for that family. They get to play with them there, leave them there. have to make note of that. And then um, <laughs> it does not come with the room. And um, there's peepholes, like in the door, like the adults have a peephole up high, the child has a peephole down low. If you're potty training, there's actual potty training seats in every single bathroom so that you can still continue your potty training while you're on vacation or while you're away from home. And there's a treasure hunt. So as soon as you get to the hotel, there's a treasure hunt that the kids have to do. Like how many Lego frogs can you see in the hallway on the second floor? How many you know stars do you see on the ceiling in the Skyline Lounge? So you fill out your code. And then once you get those four numbers, you go into your room. There's a treasure chest. You unlock the treasure chest and inside it's Lego treasure. It's and I so love that. Awesome. It gives them something to do right away. Because I mean, as a parent, you know, you get to the hotel and kids are bouncing off the walls and they want to do stuff and this and this. And you're like, here, <laughs> treasure hunt. Yay. <laughs> it's the treasure hunt. It's the separate room. I mean, that was the first time my girls felt like they had their own little area. They went nuts for it. And it's it's all themed out. And like you said, the TV and the and it's it's amazing. And a lot of San Diegans might know that because they're in driving distance from Legoland. So they would never think to book a room. At a, yeah. The hotels are an experience in and of themselves. They really yes. are. Well, it's funny you said that, AJ, because um, throughout the pandemic, you know, we had to close the hotels. Everything was closed for a while. When we were able to reopen the hotels, we were booked solid every weekend. And 90% of those coming were San Diegans. And it was wow. interesting because so many of them, and I remember talking to quite a few people that were there, um, many of them, to what you said, 
we're right here, you know, hey, we live in La Jolla, we're just gonna drive up and we'll come back down. Well, now that they've been quarantined and in their house and they're like, oh my God, they can <laughs> come up and here. experience it. Yeah, because they're like, great, let's just, we can work from home. Kids can do their school. We can do that. Why not do it in a Lego themed room? And we had amazing um, attendance and amazing feedback from people who were just so excited to get out of Dodge. And there's so much to do at the hotel. Uh, like the elevators are an experience. <laughs> I know I don't it of themselves. to give that away because I don't want, I, I love the surprise element, but uh, we do have disco elevators. Yes. And because, <laughs> you know, girl from Iojima, when you get in, it's nice and calm, soothing music. And then as soon as it takes up, to go up to the next level, you'll start be rocking out and hearing some fun you know, dancing queen, little ABBA and other, other music that's blended in. So it's fun seeing the kids rock out to it. I, I have this idea and I really want to do it, but they won't let me, but I want to put a camera in the elevators and have it so that it can like feed into like another room in the hotel or like in the main lobby. <laughs> Everyone can see people as they get in this thing. Apparently there's some privacy issue with doing it. Oh man. I, fought for this because I think it'd be so fun because you really are surprised to see how many adults like riding by themselves will be in there and just start rocking out as soon as they get in hear the music going you know whether <laughs> the kids are with them or not and it's it's amazing I, I kind of want to do that one thing we added this year though because of not just because of the pandemic it's been in the works for a while is we added google nests to all the rooms so every room has a google nest with a screen so on it, you can now say, hey, Alice, what time is the pool open? Hey, Alice, I need more towels oh. to my room. Hey, Alice, um, what movies are on? Hey, Alice, um, what time is checkout? Can I get late checkout? So the adults can ask any question. The kids can ask it to tell them a bedtime story. They can ask it um, favorite, like for some jokes and some riddles. They can ask it different things. And I, I love the idea that it's contactless because we're trying to do that more and more. With, but you're contactless, but you're still personal. I think that's a really big challenge in the tourism industry is you're trying to be contactless. You're trying to make it so everyone feels safe and whatnot, but you, you don't want to impersonalize the experience. You know, you want to be able to greet people and talk to them and say hi and, and make it personal to them. And we can still do that with something of this nature with a Google Alice. So it's kind of um, bringing a different bedtime experience to like our guests. That's a, that's one of those ideas that once you hear it, you go, wait a minute, why doesn't every hotel do that? Because how much time do you spend on a hotel stay calling the front desk, calling the, you know, tracking people down, just having a smart assistant in the room would make mm -hmm. the whole experience better. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone's going to copy you on this one too, Julie. Yeah, they're going to copy you. <laughs> what I love about the hotel as a parent is that you can go sit at the bar and get a glass of wine while your kids go and play in the Lego castle. I'm glad it's that you said that, best. Sarah. I'm not the spokesperson <laughs> who is thinking that. <laughs> but it really is. It's and so many people comment on that because you're not you leaving your kid to go to the bar. You know, you're actually at the bar and your kids are building right next to you. Yeah, and they're building it's genius. A relationship. Yeah, it's genius. Uh, that's one of our our better qualities. And what I also uh, <laughs> better qualities. That's bad. What um, I also recommend with the hotel is that you get early access into the park. So for all of our hotel guests, they get a half hour, sometimes an hour in earlier than everybody else. Um, that's a great perk. And um, Sea Life Aquarium opens sometimes earlier than Legoland. So you can go into Sea Life ahead of time. If you haven't gone into Sea Life Aquarium, it's amazing. It really is. It's 32,000 square feet. It's a huge, we have a huge ocean tank with 250,000 gallons with sharks and rays and beautiful, beautiful creatures. And I will say over the pandemic, we had, we had some baby booms 
just All like right. uh, just like in the human world, uh, we have two new sharks. We've got a bunch of new seahorses. Um, and, they're getting uh, busy. They're like, oh, there's not a lot yeah, of people wandering around. No chicken, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they were all alone. They had so much privacy. They didn't have to do it themselves. Wow. I love it. Who knew? That's awesome. Well, yeah. I feel like the aquarium is so cool. And unfortunately, it has some competition in the form of Legoland. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? People get out there and they want to go do Legoland. But, uh, you know, even if it's a separate trip, it really is quite a, a thing to see. It is. And it, well, it's geared towards younger children. So, I yeah. mean, it's the same thing, right? Just like Legoland. But there are little hidden nooks and crannies inside Sea Life, too. If you go down the main tunnel, there are actually holes on the bottom that kids can crawl into and see the tunnel that other adults can't see. And a lot of people who go through the tunnel don't know about that. They don't even know that there's holes underneath. So the kids who just crawl in there on their own, <laughs> they find it, but they don't know that. There's also these pop-up um, displays where you can pop your head up in and, and be surrounded by the fish in the aquarium. And I love that one as well. Harder to get out of as an adult, just going to say. Yeah. And I'm sure, but I've seen people, <laughs> like I remember David Beckham came one time and he's like, oh, this is kind of a challenge to get out of. I'm like, yeah. Do that before the wine, not after the wine. <laughs> yes, yes. And we do have a great uh, restaurant upstairs, actually, Ocean Journey Cafe, and there is wine there. So. Oh yeah, the um, food's really good there too. Yeah, it's great. And in our restaurants as well, and in our hotels, they have all the local wines and beers. I mean, look, we're in San Diego. We have some great breweries. Um, and we had the tough job of having to taste some of them to see yeah. which ones would go in. Um, but we have a lot of great beers that we carry in the hotels as well. And in the water park. Which, yeah, water park. and the water park. Yeah. Um, and the water park is a great experience. It's just because we have two, we have Legoland water park and then we have Chima water park and Chima water park is the newer one. We have an actual wave pool. Um, you can build a boat where you're build your own boat, kind of like the racing cars, but you're building a boat. You can race against other families. Um, and then we have a, a play area, Crager's Swamp, where you actually just, it's a water play area with different yeah. functions that you can spray and you get a lot, you get wet. Um, and then the water park itself, but there's great food inside there. There's um, Surfer's Cove where you actually can race down a waterway. There's six different slides, um, hundred feet long, I believe that you slide down and can race against other guests. And that just opened recently, right before the closing of the pandemic, I think 2019. Right before so, the pause. Yeah, it's a full, but it's a full day. I mean, we really are a multi-day destination and this kind of goes back to the passes. If you're going to come up, you you can't get to everything in one day. So, I mean, if you milk it out, stay at the hotel or whether you come drive home and then come back another time, that's the way to do it. It really is. Well, we were hoping for some good tips and we got a lot of them. Uh, I think people have some real good ideas of new things to try. There's a whole new land to check out. They have new insights on activities to get into and uh, food to uh, indulge in. And I can't wait for everyone to get back out and enjoy. We're so lucky to have Legoland right here in our own backyard. I just realized too, um, the Legoland app. That's another one. That's another tip. Oh, yes. download the app when you come to the park, download it beforehand. So you have it ready to go. It gives you wait times for the rides. It gives you all the show times for the day. And it'll also tell you for some of the food locations, you can order your food ahead of time and have it ready for you when you're, so if you're in line for one ride order your food so that when you get out, you don't have to wait in line. It's already prepared. Apple fries, ready to go. There you go. That's your last so tip. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
It's a big <laughs> one though, because there's nothing worse, especially I'm, I'm the gadget person in my house than getting into the place and then realizing there's an app while everyone's trying to run around and have fun and you're trying to download it. Download that app before you leave your house, get it all set up and uh, that'll enhance your experience even more. I love that. Exactly, exactly. Uh, there's so much. And, and because of that, you're such, you're such a busy woman that we have to thank you extra, extra, extra hard for, uh, for coming on and giving us all these tips, Julie. Thank you so much. No problem. It's good to see our faces again. And I hope we get to see you out at the park sometime soon. Yeah, us too. You will. You made us miss it. Yep. Good. Well, I figured this episode would leave me wanting to go to Legoland, and it did, but I also want to go to the aquarium and the hotels and the water parks. All I know. I was just thinking that. We haven't stayed at the hotel since my son's fourth birthday. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to go and check out the new world and everything too. So well, cool. thanks for joining us for another episode. And you know, this podcast is all about the people and places that make San Diego awesome. And we'd love your help finding those people and places. If you have somebody that you want to nominate, somebody that you think would be great for All in San Diego, go to allinsandiego.com and you can nominate them right there through the website. Thanks for listening. Bye.